Lock it in and rip the knob off. You're tuned in to the number one show on the planet. The Heffron and Reap Show. All right. Hello, 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 everybody. How are you doing? It's John Reap here, and it is, uh, well, it's August the 8th. As you know, it's 2022. It's Monday, 7.31 p.m. I'm going live right now. You're about, you're about to watch another live Heffern and Reap show right now. That's what we're doing. What is the Heffern and Reap show, you might be asking yourselves. Oh, I see people popping in because we're live. I see Andrew, Michael, Evan, Sullivan, J.J. Brent, Andy Allman, Tanya Morgan, Kevin, George, everybody. How you doing? Some people who might be new to the show might be wondering, well, what is Heffern? What, what is a Heffern and a Reap? Well, it's a live podcast. It's also on YouTube and Facebook. It's live. And uh, I'm John Reap. That's the reap part of Heffern and Reap. John Heffern's the other part. Um, we both won last comic standing. We're uh, okay. We're journeymen. We're road dogs. We're out there. We both love the 1980s. And this is uh, the Monday night hour of power. That's right. No politics. No pandemics. No Putins. Just pure pleasure. Sometimes promo codes. Um, and yet that's, that's what's up. But Here's the deal. We're kind of shorthanded today. There will be no John Heffron today. Just found out right before we went live. I'm like, well, a couple things. Number one, John Heffron's not here. Number two, uh, our studio producer, the Alan Jackson, has got the COVID. So he's not here. He is actually producing this from his home. He's quarantined by himself in his den of pleasure somewhere in Hickory. And, uh, yeah, it's John Solo. Uh, right, JJ? Not Solo Reap. John Solo. So, yes, it's a John Solo show. But uh, let's check in with Alan Jackson real quick and see if we can get the lowdown on him, his uh, his his status, and maybe John Hefford. The Alan Jackson. Do you just want to say hey real quick and let people know that you're alive and yeah, there he is. I'm here. I'm good. I'm hanging in there. Yeah. He's it, so he's alive. He's hanging in there. Did test positive for COVID doing the right thing. He's at home. You got it. What Friday got it Friday. So I'm, I'm just counting the days here. You yeah. know, it's all good though. Feeling fine. Did you have a high temperature? I did. Yeah. Yeah. High temperature what were your symptoms. Mostly high temperature, a lot of congestion, Sore throat, mm-hmm. headaches. I can hear the congestion a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. still congested pretty bad. So uh, and um, yeah, but it's, it, I'm already feeling better. I mean, I, yesterday was pretty bad, but today I'm feeling better. Okay. Be all right. And yeah, we've both been cool. vaccinated, so mm-hmm. you know it is what it is at this point. You know, you're just gonna get it. I mean, I had to. I did. <laughs> uh, it. It's like I had to do a, a work at a. Uh, some big work work conference last week. It's like 900 people surrounding me. I'm like, well, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. I mean, this, this is, is where it. you would do it. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. So, so uh, thanks for still working, even though yeah. you got the vid. Right. Still working from home. Good, and um, 
Well, real quick, what we're going to talk about today, because I see the comment section. Olivia mm-hmm. Newton-John, RIP. That was, sadly, she passed away today. We'll, uh, get, we'll get into it. Yeah. Yeah. That one's a tough one. I know that was, a, a, she was a, she was a, a, she was a big thing for me and you. So we are mm-hmm. big fans. So. Um, International Cat Day. Alan, you got cats over there? We have one cat. I don't, I don't claim it, but uh, my wife has mm-hmm. one. So, yeah. Well, perhaps the cat would like to join us for International Cat Day. Is it from I, another nation? No. But then no. we can't, doesn't qualify. No. Sorry. Can't. Yeah. No. Yeah. She's not a It's not National Cat Day. It's international. No. Yeah. Right. Um, they're going to make a live action Pac Man movie. We'll talk about okay. that. Okay. I mean, once we get another guest on here, because I do have a substitute guest for John Heffron. And yeah. we're also going to talk about Dave Matthews. Something happened on this day in history with Dave Matthews and sewage. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into all of it. Plus, Can't this wait. day in history, something happened pretty historical, 1988. Um, and Netflix, I'm watching it right now. Uh, it's called Trainwreck, mm-hmm. and it's about Woodstock in 1999. You have to see this. Have you, Alan, you're stuck at home now. I was going to say, I got a, I got another couple of days of this, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. going to queue it up. That's going to sound, that sounds great. But let's talk about why there's no John Heffern. Is there, do you know what? I knew that he he's back on the road, right? But that doesn't usually stop him. Usually. Well, he sent in a uh, video. Uh, I I think to kind of explain where he is. You want me to you want me to play mm-hmm. that? Would that be all right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's play the all video. Right. Here we go. Hey, John. Sorry, I couldn't be on the podcast today, but I'm actually um, in Toledo, Toledo, Spain. Uh, and since I'm in another country, I decided to. Um, you know, really see what the locals eat, really get engrossed in the Spanish culture. So for lunch, I've decided Pizza Hut. I believe it's what they call Pizza Hut. Um, <laughs> it's a big cuisine here, so I'm looking forward to that. And then later, we're going to this place here in Spain called uh, Starbucks. Um, it's a coffee place. Um, just, you know, I, I like to travel and do things I wouldn't normally do in the United States. So, wow, I'm in Toledo, Spain, and I'm probably going to eat that Popeye's chicken, you know, just to change up my life a little. I'll check back in with you. Okay. Hola. 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 Buenas noches. Hola. <laughs> wow. You know, he's, I can't tell if. Well, first of all, you, you might not know this about John Heffern. He's a very picky eater. He has the palate of a third grader. Yes. I'm talking chicken fingers with ketchup, French fries. Takes doesn't he gets cheeseburgers. I mean, hamburgers plain. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now he's in Spain, arguably one of the best food cultures that you could be in. And of course he's gonna eat Pizza Hut. McDonald's, Starbucks. Let me. How, he sent one other video. Let me just show you this oh, one. Okay. It's kind of on the whole food thing, I think. So here. Yeah. I'm also having a hard time to decide what <laughs> unique Spanish food I'm going to go with today. I can't decide. I can't. McDonald's, decide. Burger King, Taco Bell. Wow. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I don't know what's more depressing, John not trying local food or the fact that there's that in Polito, Spain. <laughs> wow. It's taken over. Uh, you know, that's too Americanized. But what say you, Alan? Do you like to enjoy the cuisine when you're in other places? I I do, but I do get a little a little nervous doing it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I know you John, you travel or even just around the country here, and I know if you're like me, it's like, yeah, I'd love to to have some local cuisine at places. But I also sometimes just want something I know what it's going to be. Yeah. So I'll sometimes still go to an Annabelle's even or Applebee's, even though I'm at a, you know, <laughs> another city. So. Ooh, I like the Freudian slip of the Annabelle's. That's I, a, yeah. <laughs> in Hickory, that's a hick- we had Annabelle's. That's a Hickory thing. Yeah. And they had 10 cent wings. Oh, it was so good. On Wednesday night, you could go in there and get one chicken wing for 10 cent. Or, you know, 10 for a dollar. That place was so great. I miss that place every day. It was in the mall, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Right inside the mall. Oh, man. Double-decker restaurant, like, you know, two levels inside the mall. Man, it was was, was awesome. So, well, I hope John's having a good time. I think he's over there because uh, his wife's family, there's like a grandkid. Someone over there, one of his wife's daughters, I think, lives there or moved I don't, I don't know the whole story, you know, I'm sure John told me and I, I didn't retain it, but yeah, yeah, he's having a good time. It looks like so there, so that's why there's no heifer tonight, but we do have another guest that we'll, we'll have on here in a second, but real quick, if you were in Sharpsburg, Kentucky, hello, good to see you. This is not country ish. This is heifer and reap country ish is tomorrow night. Uh, and we will be going live, I do believe, um, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for an all-new country-ish. Um, so I was in Sharpsburg, Kentucky this Friday night with Larry the Cable Guy. We had a good time. So if you were out there and you saw you came to our show, good to see you. Thanks for coming here. Um, my next gig, though, August the 19th, baby. I will be in Bristol, Tennessee at the Paramount Theater. Me and Reno Collier, Reap and Reno show. So get ready for that. If you're in Tennessee, Bristol, come see us there. Tour dates at johnreap.com or heffernandreap.com. Uh, then from there, on the 20th, I will be in Alpharetta, Georgia. That's right outside of uh, Atlanta at the green at crab apple market. And then on the 26th and 27th Fort worth, Texas at hyenas. And one of these shows I'm doing four or five shows. Uh, gingers will get in free to one of those shows. Not sure which one yet, but we'll figure it out. Um, yeah. So there we go. <coughs> go to heffernandreap.com for more tour dates, merchandise, and you can become a Patreon supporter. You want to help the show out? You want to help us grow? You want to help us keep the lights on and get uh, get Alan back to health and John back to America? You go to uh, heffernandreap.com, click on Patreon, become a supporter. Five bucks and up. Help us out. Any level would be great. We have some shout-outs for our Patreon supporters. Brenda Sachs, Steve Dean, Joey Ellis, Shane Flint, Bob Haynes, Rick Sanford III, what is up? Thank you. We have a new, um, we also have a new Apple podcast review. 
So if you have no money and you want to help us out, simply go to Apple Podcasts and give us five stars and write us a nice review. We'll read it on the air, give you old shout out and a, a toot of the air horn, um, which is very loud. But here we go. Words Escape Me by Jared Nash Vegas Johnson. All right. When it comes to Heffern and Reap, only three words come to mind. These guys know how to tell funny jokes and make me laugh out loud. Last night, after my monkeypox shots wore off after Grandma gave me two, I couldn't help but remember how lucky I am. God bless America. Well, thank you, Jared Nash Vegas Johnson. There you go. All righty then. Now, this is where I would normally read comments from last week, but we weren't here last week because both Hereford and I were not feeling great. I feel it's still lingering with me, but, you know, we're a trooper. Um, so I can't read comments from last week because we didn't do a show last week. So here we go. I see J.J. Brent, Andrew Ramirez. He says, I'm going to Fort Worth again. I'll dye my hair ginger. There you go, Andrew. Dude, Andrew, I love this guy. He always, most of the time, shows up to my shows in either Dallas or Fort Worth. I've known the guy forever. Good. I hope to see you again, brother. Um, Joey Ellis, can we do a ginger-friendly show in Salt Lake City? Yes, Joey Ellis. I would love to do that. Um, where, what's It's called Wise Guys is the name of the comedy club there in Salt Lake City. Send them an email. Demand me, and I'll get back there. Uh, Carrie Eisenhower Linton says, I remember Annabelle's inside Valley Hills Mall. Been there many times, and I should – yes, that was one of the places in Hickory where uh, if you were not 21, you could still sneak a beer here and there. They weren't too strict about the checking the ID and whatnot, so I missed me some Annabelle's. All right. Well, listen, we have a guest host, not just me. All right, I bring people to the show. And this guy, one of my good friends, very funny guy. If you've seen me live anywhere in the country, there's a good chance you've seen this guy as well. Clocks in around six feet, seven inches tall. Um, You know him. You love him. I'm talking about my special guest, my very good friend, (laughs) Brent Blakeney. Special guest. Oh. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. How you doing? I need that whole. That was a very digital. Oh, like yeah. Tron. Like I thought like, oh, are we going to have to <laughs> yeah. race hyperbikes or something? We're going to have to throw like electronic Frisbees at each other and race oh hyperbikes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what a great movie that was too. Ahead of its time, Tron. Um, yeah. And you're, yeah. you're one of these guys. What, what you're not. See here, I'm 50. So that mm-hmm. makes me a Gen X. Yes. You are. How old and what generation would that make you? Which I am a I'm a mid millennial, mm. so I'm I I came from the weird generation that like we knew life before and after internet technology. Like mm-hmm. 
we still like had all that stuff like growing up, like uh, you know, playing outside. Remember when yeah. that was a thing? How old were you with when the internet was introduced into your life? See, that's that's interesting because my dad uh he came from a very tech savvy and heavy background. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like I had the internet early. Uh, in our house just because he was like super into it gotcha. like we had prodigy aol like yeah. all that stuff but i mean but like i also like at the same time when i was 18 yeah so my freshman year of college when you still had to have a college email address to get facebook i was there okay so you were a freshman in college but you were probably introduced to it. What would you say? Maybe you were 13 or 10 oh, or yeah. Nine, 10, nine, 10. Okay. Somewhere in there. I mean, See, I, I wasn't remember. really like, I wasn't allowed to go on it because yeah. my dad also understood like, yeah, how it was, but yeah. Well, I mean, all that being said, you're still, uh, you know, a lover of the eighties. Like when we go yes. out, we hang out, we always yeah. sing eighties songs, <laughs> karaoke. Uh, you like Tron, you like star Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had back a good to, time. Ba- I mean, back to the future. The first back to the future is one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah. That's a classic. Yeah. And that's, that's still to this day. Um, one of the best movies ever. I mean, yeah. it, it, it never gets, <laughs> it never gets like old or outdated, even though it's back. Yes. To the future, which is still yes. what? What was the future? What year was the future? Do you remember? I can't remember. Well, okay, so in the f- oh, it was two thousand or ten, wasn't it? Two thousand. I can't remember. Yeah. So the first one, it it was in nineteen eighty five, and they went back to nineteen fifty five, uh, and then that, the second right. one they went forward to two thousand twelve. Oh yeah, so all of it. Yeah. All of it is in the 10 past. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, JJ Brent would know. He's watching. He says 2015. 2015. Okay. Yeah, okay. That five looks like a two. So I get that. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, yeah. thank you for uh, filling in, buddy. You are, I like your background. Are you in a, thank like you. A, I yeah, am where in is a, this? Yeah. It's, uh, uh, this is my, uh, apartment with the, the pool, uh, that I stay at whenever I have my green screen up. So, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it looks cool. Yeah, it looks like like one of them home home two suites that you're in the lobby <laughs> of a home two suites. What are you up to this weekend? What have you been up to? I mean, I haven't seen oh, you. Let's see here. Since, Last time uh, I saw you was Orlando, right? Yeah, it was Orlando. Um, yeah. just been doing a lot of uh, a lot of local stuff. Uh, shout out real quick to uh, Mystic Distillery in Durham, North Carolina. Uh, if any, the chat lives. Give him a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Why do uh, people love air horns so much? I, they do though. It's just man, fun. I, yeah. What happened was somewhere around 2000 or maybe late 90s, it was in a song like a boat horn, uh-huh. like a burr, 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 like, and it just became. Oh, we got to bring that back. Yeah. Or it's like you go to like a, a a professional sporting event and you're like, oh, I can take that thing home with me. Like I can. Mm-hmm. make those noises at home and annoy my family. Like I'm going to yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, just did a uh, mystic distillery. It's a show that I, uh, I run uh, the first Friday of every month. Love to have you out there. Eventually we'll talk about it, 
But um, well, sure. If I'm ever that way, that you know, what what night is it on? It's the first Friday of every month. Third Friday of every month. First. First Friday every month. If you're in Raleigh, yes, Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, come out. Um, and then actually, what's interesting, well, um, maybe to you and me, um, this weekend I'm up in Richmond, Virginia, at the New Comedy Club. Oh. What do you mean the new comedy club? There's a new comedy club. So you and I have done the Funny Bone in Richmond yeah. a couple times. But there's a new one like downtown, downtown called Sandman. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's in the old like Bank of Virginia building. Hmm. Uh, it's really it's a really cool space. And I'm going up there this weekend. So Okay. You headlining? I'm not. I think I'm just uh opening. It's kind of that that first like, hey, here's my foot in the door, and then mm-hmm. we're gonna talk. You know, past that. Yeah. Well, how well, was, uh, how was, um, were you Kentucky this, yeah, like, uh, a couple nights ago with Larry the Cable Guy? Yeah. Friday night, drove up there. I mean, first of all, you know, they just got hit really bad with rain and yes. floods. Floods. Yeah. So when I drove up there, I didn't see much of it because I was on the interstate for a lot of it. But on the way back, like I decided to take, the scenic route because I kind of mm-hmm. want, it was only like 40 mi- minutes more. And I thought I would like, uh, check, check out the sites and it, mm-hmm. it was bad. I mean, it looked like an F four hurricane or tornado Jeez. leveled the place. And, um, the water had, uh, you know, got back down to normal levels, but you could see things wrapped around the trees, like just random things from inside of homes, just wrapped around a tree. And, and it was, it's just muddy and nasty. So that all that being said, and the show was outdoors at a place called oh. Barnyard. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is nice, but it's just muddy and nasty. So it was kind of, and it rained that day before the show started. Oh, so geez. that did not help. Yeah. Uh, attendance, but Larry was cool. We had a great time. Um, smoked cigars with him afterwards and just shot the breeze. And he gave me some inside baseball knowledge about managers and agents and the history between them and uh, uh, Ron White and oh, Bill yeah. Lingvall and, yeah. you know, all of it. Jeff Foxworthy. He played me a voicemail. Dude. Played me a voicemail from an old agent that they ha- they had all shared, right? And like two of them stayed with the guy, and two of them fired him, and they were going okay. like back and forth with this one manager dude, right? And he played me a voicemail, and the level of just ballsy, arrogant douchebaggery that was played that I heard in this voicemail, I'm like, how could you? Was this, Stand this guy. Was this before or after Blue Collar Comedy Tour, like the DVD? Like, I feel like that was kind of the moment where yeah. that took off. So, yeah. like, if you're before that, it's like, okay, I could see somebody kind of being a dick. Yeah. But, like, after that, like, no, you don't. It was after, it. but he, I think this dude felt like he helped build it. Ooh. And then. But you know, it, I yeah. don't want to get I don't want to get too detailed. But all right, hang oh, on, sure. Jeff Shell, Snell. He says, uh, "Where's Heffern? He's in Spain." 
Spain. He's in uh, yeah Toledo, Spain right now, and he told me to tell you, Jeff, he doesn't care about you. <laughs> He's not here. I'm here. Brent Blakeney is here at Are 67 sure? Comedy. No, I'm just kidding. He's not in but he Toledo, is in Spain. Kansas, and he's just right. saying it's Spain. Right. There's a Toledo in Ohio he could be at. <laughs> no, but he said he was going to Spain. So, yeah, Jeff, it's me and Brent tonight. Hope you're doing well. Let's talk about a couple of things. Let's do it. Sadly, Olivia Newton-John passed away today. That is true. Right wait, why, wait, why would I say it like it wasn't true? <laughs> you're like making he's that confirming up. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's been confirmed. There she is, the beautiful Olivia Newton-John, and gosh, she was 73. She has been battling breast cancer. Uh, Well, back back in the 90s, she had survived breast cancer. Yeah, that's what they were saying. It's been like, it's been a couple decades she's been off and on again where she would beat it and then it'd come back and beat it. And this time it was like in her spine, Mm -hmm. and uh, it just... It took her at 73. Uh, she will be missed. One of the classic all-time best-looking singers. Yeah, I mean, that's the first singer-songwriter I had a huge crush on as, like, a kid growing up. I mean, I loved her, and, of course, everyone loved uh, Grease. Yes. Um, But Xanadu. Yeah. I, right? I was wondering if you were going to bring it up. I got to bring up Xanadu. <laughs> <laughs> movie not so great movie does not hold up soundtrack i'll put it up against any soundtrack but i was i, I this is how much i loved her i was in her fan club like the first Ooh. fan club that you could join before the internet you yeah. had to like find a magazine with information on it about how to join a fan club send in a letter and dues you know dues you what were dues. The, do you remember what the dues were I, I don't because my mom paid for it. And, uh, it was a long time ago. <laughs> it's probably like twenty bucks or something. But, but I was a member of. Me and my brother were both members of her fan club so much that, and we got like a, a, a eight by ten headshot of her sent in the mail and a little personalized letter and a certification that like oh, you were wow. in the fan club and all that stuff. And yeah, I just knew one day I was going to marry her. Do you think you still have it? No, I doubt it. I mean, I would not know where that thing is today. Um, but yeah, what, what say you, Brent Blakeney? What's your? I mean, give me some I, Olivia John talk. Yeah, I mean, I guess like my, of course, like my biggest thing uh, was Greece, just because of. Uh, well, I mean, you were kind of too, like being a theater kid in high school, and my when I was. In high school, we did a production of Grease, so like I watched it probably, <laughs> yeah, even as an extra. I would I love to have seen you, <laughs> six feet seven inch Brent Blakeney. Were you that tall in high school as well? I, I was. I probably hit this height like fifteen. So, so late fifteen freshman, early sophomore year, like I kind of peaked at my height. What? Who did? Do you remember who you played in Grease? Do you I was just an extra. Yeah. I was just like, I mean, it was high school production. They're like, well, all these people auditioned. I could, you know, and I got as a theater kid, like I got good roles in just straight plays like mm-hmm. the crucible. Like I was a bigger part, but like anytime it was a musical, I can't sing. 
Like, the I don't non, know. The non-straight plays. Yes. The musical. Not I don't know straight. if you're aware, but like you carry us during karaoke. So oh. <laughs> I feel like that kind of tells no, you no, everything no. you need to know. But um, yeah, I was just an extra in Greece. But I mean, I probably watched the the movie like a ton of times. So that was like my big yeah. kind of connection. And she could sing, I mean, like an angel. She yes. just had this big, beautiful eyes, big, beautiful smile. Hair. Beautiful blonde hair. Yeah. And she could she, move and she... dance. Oh, Australian. Australia. Okay, good. I was gonna say that, but I was like, is chat gonna actually born born as born in like England or something? And at the age of five, her family moved to Australia. Okay. So she's Australian, really. Um, are you just a member of the fam club or were you president? Because that's a very <laughs> no specific thanks. fact. I know things. And uh, <laughs> what else can I tell you? She, uh, well, oh, <laughs> she had a, well, you know, she was married, but before her marriage, she was with a guy who mysteriously disappeared. They said he faked his own death. Do you know about this, dude? No. Please. Oh, yeah. Go now, on. I don't, know, I don't know if it's good to talk about this on the day of her death, but it's been out there for a while. If you look it up. You know, you could just find it. Um, her, I don't know if they were married. It could have been just a boyfriend, on again, off again boyfriend, but they were pretty okay. serious. Um, went on a, like a boat trip, and they Ooh. said that the, he went missing, and they never found his body. And then they thought, well, he must have died uh, out at sea somehow, accidentally. According and to then, uh, Laura, this guy's name was Sean, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so Sean disappears, <laughs> right? And pops up now on your podcast. Here he is. Sebastian. On country-ish. The, yeah. the Southeastern <laughs> Men of Mystery. <laughs> that's the one story. That's the one secret we was never able to tell. Sebastian <laughs> is alive and well, and he's yep. here in Hickory, North Carolina. <laughs> And he wants to express his condolences today, but no, they uh, they say that they've um, spotted him. Oh yeah, wait, found in Mexico? Wow, in Mexico? Hang on, did this just turn into a true crime podcast? <laughs> Maybe so. We're solving no, this, mysteries I mean, out here. This is out there. It's just kind of got glossed. Here's over. Here's what needs because... to happen: we need to keep doing comedy shows. We need to get a big dog and a van, and we're going to keep this train rolling. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we should do that. I mean, like, <laughs> I love being funny on stage and stuff, but I also like I do love crime and and the mysteries and that kind of stuff. But yeah, so this guy apparently, I mean, maybe okay. snuck off to Mexico. Like, there there's rumors that he had massive debt okay. and owed a lot of money and back child support oh. from another relationship obviously and then was like i'm bouncing and faked his death fell in love with somebody else in mexico and now they they, they they've said they've capped they've seen pictures of this guy in mexico with his new lady so oh crazy story um yeah but but, like if uh, so if the picture if the picture alan is showing is of the two of them together of olivia and this guy like that doesn't look like that long ago no, right. This was maybe well, I wonder what the year is on that. Um, but I feel like it was in the last f- 10 to 15 years. It's not that old. Oh. But that feels like something that would be like in the height of her fame like 1979. 
and then this guy goes missing. But if like they were just together, like in the 2005. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. If he's yeah, alive, she better haunt his sorry ass. I hear you, Laura. A hundred percent, Laura. <laughs> hey, so here's something too. like as a kid, you know, well, in the 70s, TV was just different, you know. So there's this mm-hmm. Alan. If I don't know if I can, I should have sent this to you beforehand. If you can pull this up, I'll give you the exact thing I found. It's Olivia Newton John. Honestly, love you, 1974. Okay, this is when they use like heavy, like smoky filters, and everything was just feathery and and sweet. And it's a song about how much. She honestly loves you. Yeah. But it sound, it looks and sounds so sad. And I'm like, why are we sad? This is a good thing. You love me. Why, why is it so sad? But, Alan, if you can find that video uh, and then fast forward it to the part where she says, I love you, I honestly love you. When you watch it now, it looks like now that she's passed away, like she's in heaven. Oh. And she's looking down at us, and she's telling you, like, don't be sad. I love you. I'm not lying about it. This isn't a comedy podcast anymore, I man. I honestly it's- love you. <laughs> We're getting – oh, here we go. This is it. This is it. Look how beautiful. I mean, you'll see. This might okay. be her in her prime. This is before – Just the way she's holding the microphone. She's just got it like this. She's being so delicate and like sincere. And she's looking right at the camera the whole time. It's almost like she's breaking up with you. Like it's sad. Tell us, Olivia. Please. I want to hear it. Come that don't get you right your heart strings. She feels like okay. It's like it's she this is a weird comparison. She feels like the the not country version of Dolly Parton. Oh yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like it it still has that same kind of impact of just like and I don't know, like Dolly when Dolly was huge, I mean she's still she's still yeah, massively famous, but like in her prime. That was like the non-country version. Yeah, I love it. I'm gonna go. Ch- I'm I'm absolutely gonna go check that out later. And and then she she actually did dabble in some country. Okay. Um, and she, but let's not forget. Well, see, this is a thing. Maybe this is past. This is before your time. You know the song "Let's Get Physical." Yes. Now that when that video came out, <sighs> that was like a this lot. was like ooh. Yeah. Taboo. Olivia <laughs> John is getting X-rated. The girl from Greece. It's like Miley is... Cyrus. It's like the it's like the it's like how Miley Cyrus turned out. Yeah. Right. It's like you came out, you're a singer, you're doing this wholesome stuff, and then all of a sudden you're putting out these videos where you're twerking and riding naked on a wrecking ball. <laughs> right, right, right. That's exactly what it was like. <laughs> um, Does every I feel like every generation kind of has, has that. that. Yeah. yeah, there's a person 
Yes. That you know as this one thing, and then all of a sudden, like yes. it was uh, Annette Fulicelli or whatever from the, the Disney Mickey Mouse Club, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she's showing her boobs in some movie, and you're like, what? Yeah. Oh, man. So, I grew up, you know. I mean, but like, I feel like my generation had like the epitome of that, because we had like the Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. And yeah. they came up with these kind of like innocent teenage pop stars. And then all of a sudden, early 2000s, they're just getting physical on their music videos. Correct. Um, so let's rest in peace, Olivia Newton-John. Yes. We love you. We do. We honestly love you. <laughs> always have. Always will. Let's move on to our next topic. President of the fan club signing off. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 handing in my resignation. I'm always going to be a part of the fan club. Yes, uh, but let's talk about <laughs> a couple of the dumb things that are in the in the in the uh, headlines or whatever. I don't know. It's International Cat Day. Brent, do you have a cat? No, I, I had cats growing up, but yeah. I I I feel like a uh, uh, I developed I developed an allergy later in life, which is kind of mm. weird. Yeah. But like, yeah, we had uh, I had cats growing up, but not anymore. I'm not a huge, uh, not a huge cat guy. Yeah, I've never owned a cat. I don't hate them. Um, I, and later in life, I've gotten to where I kind of like them. I like watching random cat videos on TikTok. <laughs> I think they're fascinating. Um, one of the best documentary docu series is "Don't F with Cats." On Netflix, Ooh, that's that, right? a whole yeah. That's yeah. a whole. Di- What's that guy's name? Oh, oh I don't remember the guy's name. Shoot, Some Canadian dude who was like, I'm gonna look that up. Torturing cats. Oh, real quick, Cat- Brenda Sachs wants to know: Is Brent going on the cruise? And if I have anything to do with it, Brenda, that's a yes. Yes. So, but it's so far away. And I just found this out, too, if those of you are just tuning in and who might want to go on the cruise. Johnny Poovey, cruise director guy, tells me they're not doing – they're not checking your co- your vaccine status anymore. So if you never got the shot and you didn't go last year because you didn't want to take the shot, don't worry about it. They're not even going to ask you. You're good. Come on board. Yeah. What are you going to say? What's the guy's name? Luca Magnata. Yeah. Yeah. I because I heard I had heard a podcast about that whole story before I saw the Netflix documentary. So like it was kind of cool to see like it wasn't cool, it was horrific, but to like have the kind of visual the visual representation of like the story I kind of already knew about. Dude, that's a wild Wait, story. You heard about this on a podcast before you saw the docuseries? Yes. There really? was a podcast. Yeah, there was a podcast. It was a there was a minute when I was like really into like true crime podcasts. It's called yeah. Sword and Scale. Chat, if you're listening, it's horrific, like strong stomach kind of stuff. But they told the whole story. Yeah. It was pretty much like it was pre- like the way the documentary on Netflix went from a perspective of the people that were searching for him. Yeah. Yeah. Like a more general, uh, you know, reporting of. Luca Magnata's story, but like, yeah, like I knew that I knew how that ended up. And then watching the documentary, it was like, man, those internet detectives are right. Insane. That's, I mean, that's 
part of the fascination, fascinating story of this docuseries. If you don't know what we're talking about, okay, if you if you love documentaries, true crime docuseries, you got to check out Don't F With Cats. Yes. Basically, how do I describe this in a nutshell? There is a video that goes viral. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, Brent. Well, I was going to say, it kind of starts with, and it's it's honestly like an interesting perspective into how we look at celebrity, in my opinion, because it starts with a guy who was willing to do anything to get famous. Yeah. Anything. At the core of this whole thing, it's about that guy and what he yes. did to get famous. Yeah. Which then, like you were about to say, went into this video. Yeah. Yeah. So this video goes viral and these people are like, um, well, this dude was he 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 basically killed a cat, yeah, and released the video. And prior to this, the guy was sort of uh, doing other viral videos to try and get famous. It wasn't working, and then he killed a cat, and then like the whole internet exploded. And it basically it, it, from the docu series, it's about this one girl's uh, pursuit of him. Yes, really, the girl who lived in Vegas and was mm-hmm. like. Uh, worked at a casino and was like, I'm gonna mess, I'm gonna find this guy. You think you can hide just because it's the internet and there's no internet police and blah blah blah. And the 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 work that they did as detectives, just as regular people to find oh this gosh. dude. It's pretty it's amazing. Looking, yeah. Like so, picture uh, like it, it it's kind of cr- <laughs> it's kind of crazy like how much like the way they found him logically made sense. And it's kind of insane how much information you can find out just from looking in oh, the background yeah. of pictures. Yeah. They were like, okay, here's a selfie of him. Let's zoom in on that apartment complex that's behind him. Yeah. Okay. Now let's go to Google maps and find that apartment complex. Yeah. Turn the picture 180 degrees. And yeah. that's where he lives. And you're yeah. like, what? Yeah. And they took a video and slow it down. There's like a one one quick swipe he did of a room when he was just turning around, and they slowed it down. And some guy went frame by frame, yes, and found like the cigarettes that were on the table and where they sold these cigarettes. And so there's like, well, it's got to be in Russia or it's got to be here. Yeah, crazy story. Check it out. Happy yeah. International Cat Day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Savage just wrote on a comment. Can you see these comments, Brent? I'm I just can. Curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, again, great show the other night in Kentucky, John, and thanks for signing our shirts that we made. So check this out, Brent. Okay. You know, I've done this bit about the river, you know, yes. like uh, we don't say river, R-I-V-E-R. We say R I B. It's got this old whole bit about it. And at the end of the bit, I say, I just want to get so rich I can buy 500 jet skis and give it to an old folks home. And <laughs> and then I make up this whole scenario where they're like, about that part they're the terrorizing yeah. the river and they're, they're, yeah. gray, they're gray dolphins and they got jet skis with wire <laughs> baskets and a big um, antenna with a tennis ball flopping around. And, and so that was just a, a fun way to end that whole bit about the river. I just sort of like went, you know, fantasy world and not, these people made shirts <laughs> That have a, a, a like a jet ski with the the wire hang the wire basket and all this stuff says gray dolphins on. That's it. so funny. And I'm like, one, I'm flattered as hell. Two, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, as a merch item. But like, <laughs> you know? it, like if you could find a way to like get gray dolphins, and then whoever orders it, they get their name on the back. 
Oh, yeah. Like a jersey? <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So thank you, Lisa Savage. Yes. Uh, make sure you tune in tomorrow night for Country-ish. That's the podcast I was telling you about. This mm-hmm. one's Heffern and Reap, but Heffern's not here. So it's uh, my buddy Brent Blakeney, who is also hilarious in his own right. Thank you. Uh, I've known forever. He's from uh, Raleigh. He lives in Raleigh, and we met yes. there. But yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Dave Matthews fan? I am. Yeah, that me was, too. Right? We Hey, we don't have to hide in the shadows anymore. We no. don't have to be ashamed of this. Stop making fun of him. Look, I was <laughs> not you. I'm not I was I was amazed the first time I heard somebody say they didn't like Dave Matthews. Right? I, I remember where I was and who said it. And the first time I heard, it, I was like, "What? Why? 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 He's awesome." I yeah. He's like, Thank eh, you, Sonia like Collins. Like coming out here with love, DMB. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, I saw him last year in Raleigh. That it and. It wasn't the best Dave Matthews show I'd been to, but it was the first concert back after the pandemic. So it was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, what? Call it the pandemic? I've not heard that yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, pandemic, dude. <laughs> but it was like okay. the first, it was outside at a, at a Walnut, yeah, Walnut Creek, Walnut Amphitheater. Creek Amphitheater. Yeah. But it was just like this amazing. Like, oh, concerts are back. Like, this feels like life again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, A lot of people weighing in on Dave Matthews. Yeah. yeah. So I, I've always loved it. I've seen him probably three three or four times. Okay. Maybe five. I don't know. Like, the first time I heard <clears throat> Satellite, I was in college. Oh, man, you know? I look, I appreciate, as much as I love Dave Matthews, I'm glad that's the song you came out with. Because, like, I love that song. Yeah. And it's not one of his more like when he was getting radio play, I feel like. Yeah. This is probably like on his uh, comeuppance. Yes. Like he – and I was late to the game. So Ooh, I'm okay. talking when it, according to my other friends in college and all that stuff, you know, <laughs> the guy from Hickory who never heard of Dave Matthews. And all of a sudden I'm like, I'm in. Let's go. And – but, yeah, it was cool. He was eclectic. He was funny. Uh, it's all this music, all these different sounds and those horns and, and uh, you could dance and have a good time mm-hmm. and, and it's mostly positive. And so I loved it. It was brand new at the time. Never heard anything like it. The first time I heard a satellite, I'm like, oh yeah. And I got like, you know, I was, I went to the phase where I was wearing corduroy pants from a mm-hmm. thrift store and gray wool socks and Tevas. And I had a little leather beaded necklace. that was like a choker. You know, like I had, I, I did the whole thing for like three, three or four years and I was all in, you know? And so I love me some Dave Matthews, but do, do you know why I'm bringing him up today on this very moment today, right now? I have, I have, uh, I have two guesses as to why. Yeah. I feel like it's an anniversary of something. Yes. Uh, the first one being, when he gave that speech at Farm Aid about cow farts. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, okay. Uh, is that yeah. real? Or are you making yeah, that oh, up? No, no, no. 100%. He went up. It, I think it was like Farm Aid or... Yeah, I think they were playing Farm Aid. And he's like, the biggest thing with the ozone layer today is cow farts. Oh, yeah. Wow. How long ago was that? Oh, I, late because, 90s, early 2000s? 
Yeah, I mean, and either that or the have Chicago poop incident. Uh, <laughs> oh, I hate it. Oh, Dave Matthews tour bus dumped 800 pounds of poop on people taking a Chicago river cruise 18 years ago this very day. Isn't that something? I mean, horrible sightseeing. Pounds? If you were that that day on the Green River, that river in Chicago. It's not green um, anymore. And that was when Chicago was nice, too. <laughs> if you did that today, it might be an improvement. <laughs> Someone might say, thank you. I feel I feel cleaner somehow. But, yeah, it was a oops poop, says Sonia Collings. It- yeah. Horrible. I mean, I'm pretty sure he got sued for that. And I think the story was, it was a, 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 no pun intended, a shitty move on the bus driver's (laughs) fault. I don't think Dave Matthews cleared it. I think the guy was like, we just got to empty this now. Like maybe something happened and he didn't. They just did it real quick. That's so wild. That the, the, I, like, I don't think they were trying to. Yeah, yeah. Target. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like it might be better if they were. Yeah. Um, they were like, we got to get rid of this. And there's like, oh, a river cruise. Um, but like, it's weird that like it always promotes Dave Matthews tour bus. It's like, how about bus driver dumps? Like, why does it have to yeah. be associated with Dave Matthews? Right. Well, it's just a better clickbait because it's dave matthews but yeah i think the people who don't like dave matthews love to tell this story you know because it's like well look we told you he's full of shit look at it right there 800 pounds of it on chicago river people i'm like i yeah i don't think he had anything to do with it but oh oh, hi mom (laughs) well i'm happy to know that you've got one of your devices hooked up to the internet mom um (laughs) I helped her today. Today was a crazy day, Brent. My mom's well. Let's let's back up. Okay. Since mom like to weigh likes to weigh in, I'll, I will yeah. also weigh in. Hey, mom, I love you. Um, before I left to go to Chicago, I'm sorry, not Chicago, uh, Kentucky. Yes. Bunch of things happen at once. So me, let's just see here. That would have been Thursday. I left yeah. Thursday, but Wednesday night. I'm going to back it up to Wednesday real quick. Okay. Wednesday night, me, the Alan Jackson, and Sebastian, we go take a tour of a haunted distillery in Mount Pleasant. Okay. Okay. And we're going to do it as a segment on or a piece story for country-ish. So we're there filming this stuff, and it is hot. Okay. It is a hot day. It's a hot night. We're in old buildings built in the 1900s that have no air conditioning, and we are just sweating, sweating, sweating. And it's not really going that great, by the way. (laughs) So, and then I get a text from my mom. Hey, um, I don't know where are you, when are you coming home? Because I don't know what's going on with the air condition. I, I was really cold. It was on 69. So I, I bumped it up to 71 and now it's stuck on 85 degrees and the heat is on. I'm like, what? And, uh, (laughs) you know, it was funny to me that she was complaining about, uh, being too hot, and we were like drenched in sweat inside of yeah. a heat box in some prison. Ugh. I go home. I don't know what she did. Something happened. So no air conditioning that night. So the next morning, when I'm supposed to leave for Kentucky, mm-hmm. we have to deal with the air conditioning guy coming to the house. Okay. No pun intended. Septic tank guy. 
coming to the house. Dave Matthews bus driver. (laughs) (laughs) And then mom's getting her windshield replaced in the driveway. Okay. All three of these things happening at one time. And I'm, and I can't leave until I know it's okay. And and then like, speaking as somebody who does what you do, like the other half of it, you're like, I got to go. I know this whole time. I got like, a show tonight. And the guy who's working on the air conditioning, I don't know if he, I think they just hired him. <laughs> like he was walking. He's like, Oh, you guys have uh he goes, it's, it's on 85. I go, yeah, <laughs> that's why we called you. <laughs> so apparently it's one of these newer models and my dad hooked it up and yeah, you know, he didn't tell me how to work it, but it's got all these different functions that you can do. And it's got like a schedule and all kinds of stuff. And I, you know, somehow it got locked on the 85 and we couldn't get it off. And he, and he comes in and goes, it's on 85. I go, I'm gonna kill you. And so it took him forever <laughs> to figure out how to fix this thing anyway. So then it's like, okay, everything's fixed. I got to hit the road, mom. Yeah. She goes, okay, good. I'm leaving too. And we walk out to our cars together. I'll say, see you uh, Sunday or whatever, Saturday. Yeah. Get my car and drive away. She gets in her car. I get, I don't know, a little bit down the road. I stopped by the studio. I got some things I got to get here. And I'm like, oh, crap. I forgot my my laptop bag. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, crap. I get back in my car. I drive back to the house. Now I'm pissed because I'm back i'm going back yeah. right i'm supposed to be on the road three hours ago and it's gonna be raining so i'm like let me go uh, back and i go back to the house and it already happened dude check this out i'll pull in the driveway <laughs> thinking that no one was good my mom is still sitting in her car and the lights are on i'm like what is she still here i've been gone 15 minutes and i pull in and she's on her phone she's like i i I don't know the the guy who fixed the windshield. He pulled my emergency brake up, and I can't get it down. And I'm like, who who are you on the phone with? Who is it? Your call? Why don't you call me? And she, you know, I guess she felt so bad that all these other things happened oh, on the same day that yeah. she didn't want to bug me one last time. And then her phone today, it's it's been an ordeal, Brent. So hey, mom, I love you. <laughs> but I had to get her a new phone. Apparently. She went to church, turned her phone off, couldn't turn it back on. It got fried. We oh. try to get that fixed today. Go to a place, and maybe it's just a battery. Guy's like, "Yeah, I can fix that for you. Come back in two hours." And, and then we go back. He's like, "Nope, can't do it." Um, <laughs> and then, but he told me one thing. I told her another. It was a whole ordeal. I, I, I digress. Um, but yeah, I don't know how we got on that subject. Oh, I know what it was. Now you love. Uh, Marvel comic movies you love. You're a big fan of the whole metaverse, all that stuff, right? I, I, yeah, I, I'm that's fine. It. I mean, I love yeah, yeah. Star Wars. I, yeah, I love some of it, but I had to at I, some I, point. I, just, I had to I, put my I, foot down. Yeah, I always hesitate to like say that because, like, I do like the the MCU and all that stuff, but like, I, I'm not a comic book guy. Yeah, so yeah, like, right. I kind of like you know, you kind of keep that in because you say like. You kind of pop out of your hole for a minute. And you're like, hey, that Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, get on our Guardians. Of-! And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't read all the comic books from 1986. I just, yeah. I enjoy these Chris Pratt movies because they're fun. But yeah. yeah. Well, they're, they're making 
a, a Pac-Man movie. They're going to make an action, live action movie based on Pac-Man. I feel like we've been there. We've done this. We've tried it. And I don't what? understand the need Wait. for this. What? Pac-Man, the video game. Yeah. I mean, like, there's... Cer- okay. <sighs> like, there's certain levels of, like, video game and comic book movies I can understand because, like, the story is already there. What's the story? Please. Hey, John, real quick. Give me the elevator pitch of the Pac-Man movie. Okay. Check this out. I know I've only got 15 seconds. There's a <laughs> yellow disc, and his mouth does this. Go on. He eats dots. <laughs> He's got to eat dots. And, okay. But there are these ghosts mm-hmm. that can kill him unless he eats a big dot. So it's and like a eats, horror movie. It's a horror movie, but he's in a maze. And oh. he's confused. It's kind of like uh, uh, Children of the Corn, but <laughs> but on but he's eating like Cocoa Puffs, and he's being chased by haunted uh, ghosts that look like just mm. a sheet uh, in the in the air, just hovering. Okay, yeah. So, so you see you see their legs, and they're obviously wearing jeans under the sheets. Oh nope, you just see oh. Uh, like it's like a sheet, like on a big round head. It's got eyes. Yeah, and they're after him for some okay. reason. Yeah. Oh, and spinoff. He has a wife. That's that's in the future. And no, he has he a whole family. No, he does because it's Miss. Yeah, I'm sorry. Has a mistress or a sister. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, okay. Well, no, we they, were on, we, they were in love. They were in love. We've been on my floor for the last at least 45 seconds, but. I am the president of Paramount, and you have a script. So, all right, yeah, <laughs> I feel like they can make. Pac-Man? You know, here's the thing. I remember, I remember when I heard that they were going to make a Lego movie, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking, "That's the dumbest thing ever." Yeah. Why and how are you going to make a movie about blocks that you stick together? It was I. I liked that when I was a kid for a, a year, and I was done with it. How? Yeah. Could you possibly make this good? And they did. They did. Oh, so, you're right. So I okay. don't, you know. Transformers. Yeah. The first Transformers movie. Yeah. I mean, you're not going on a lot of, it. hey, robots in disguise. We get it. First Transformers was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, I feel like they could do GoBots, too. Are you, are you too young for GoBots? I feel like that did was they the, weave that story into Transformers at all? Me, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. The Alan Jackson. I'm wondering if you could wait. <laughs> Read this comment. Cubert. They got to make a Cubert <laughs> movie. Wow, <laughs> that's true. We got to oh. do a Cubert movie. The Alan Jackson. Do you know anything about GoBots and Transformers? You're asking me if I know anything about GoBots and their relationship to the Transformers. Yes, sir. No, I okay. don't. All right. Okay. I was not in the Transformer GoBot generation. So hmm. we're the same age though. Yeah, but I mean it just I mean my brother was like three or four years younger. I think yeah. it was kind of big for him, but I don't remember it being big for I was us. immature. You're right. There is <laughs> I was. I, I I probably kept watching cartoons for too long. I remember liking uh, uh GI Joe and He-Man mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and and Transformers at a time where I felt like I should be chasing girls. 
Oh, I remember right. thinking like, I gotta, I gotta do something here. God, I got, I got, yeah, we, we, I got a history class to... at eight a.m. in college, but I'm watching this cartoon. <laughs> <That's right>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were all worried about you, John, uh, back in school. <laughs> Just, we were. We're like, is he still watching cartoons? Yeah, is he making an like, NC State no? Wolfpack Transformer? I feel like that's... <laughs> John, come over for this party. we got a bunch of girls coming over. We're going to play Spin the Bottle. <laughs> what time? <laughs> what time? Is, is If GoBots is on, I don't know. Hey, hey, look, Transformers comes on at 8.30 on Saturday. I got to be up. So... <laughs> yeah, okay. I had to check in with you, Alan, because right, so I didn't know I, if it I was just me. I, yeah, I think GoBots was before Transformers. Okay, but I, I didn't know it. they they're not connected in any way. Gotcha. All right, I think one ripped off the other one. Yeah, I think that's what I Transformers ripped off GoBots. Okay, thank you, the Alan mm-hmm. Jackson. All right, sure. we gotta start to our. Oh, Alexa's talking to me. Okay, uh, we gotta I start. Bring up, I want to bring up one more yeah. movie thing. Please do. So, uh, like we talked about, we're fans of the '80s. Did you see the news that they're? I'm trying not to get angry as I say this. They're remaking Roadhouse. Yeah. With Jake Gyllenhaal. Who? Yeah. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Sure. Do you think there's a point where like we're starting to hit movies where like you it's yeah. it's almost sacred. You can't remake it. Yes. I'm on the fence with this one particularly. Yeah, this is where I'm starting to teeter. Uh, okay. Good. Yeah. Where it's like this, like Roadhouse is such a movie and such a like cult classic in its own right. It's like, don't touch it. Don't try to. Yeah. There are certain movies I feel like that are character driven, mm-hmm. star driven, that there, that there's no way you should touch it. And then there yeah. are certain movies that are just such a cool story it would be neat to see it retold in today's climate and blah, blah, blah. Yes. And, and it was okay, but you know, it, the, the characters could be replaceable or updated, but you're right. I mean, come on, dude. Like I feel that way about ghostbusters. That's character driven. They shouldn't have done. They shouldn't have done that. What they did. They tried it with the girls. Didn't work out yes. so, go, so good. Then they went in the prequel, which is fine. If you move the timeline. Yes. Right. Did you, did you watch ghostbusters afterlife? I did. I liked it. I did too. It was yeah. like, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Same here. Yeah. It was a pretty good movie. I saw it on a plane. I'm like, all right, I'll check this out. And you know, they didn't, uh, and they weaved in, you know, this was the, the, the kid of. Yes. Yeah. So, like, so I guess it's weird. Like what is going to be the story of roadhouse? Because if they try to do just a one-to-one, like, uh, like reimagining, I'm not down. But if like Jake Gyllenhaal is like Dalton, right? Like kid, he's like, like right? Maybe that's the thing. I, I yeah. agree with you. If they're going off on another tangent, another timeline, and maybe there's relation, that's why Top Gun for me worked as oh. well. Oh God, I, I, mm. I haven't it. seen it. I need to. Yeah, everybody talks about it. It's great. Okay, next it. question. Yeah. <laughs> and this is for you and me and the chat, but if they were to remake Roadhouse, give me one bar you and I have been to on the road that you think the movie should be set at. The Silver Bullet in Hickory, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> it's also known as Wayno's. The <laughs> only thing it's missing is a mechanical bull. They have everything else. 
Um, <laughs> they got the pool tables. Yeah. They've got uh, the stage where a performer could sing, and you could even put the chicken wire up if you yep. want to get behind it. They've got um, ladies with big hair. They got dudes with sleeveless shirts and big old fat rednecks who could do kata with a pool cue if they felt <laughs> like it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm on the fence. I, I want to see the story. From what I've heard, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. It's uh, what's the MMA fighter? Conor the, uh, McGregor. Who can he act? Uh, we, we're going to find out. I guess yeah. we're going <laughs> to. <laughs> I mean, we're have you find seen out. his Irish whiskey commercials? I can't yeah, even understand what he yeah. says half the time there. Um, but yeah, I need more information before yeah. I judge. I need more information. Um, but yeah, you cannot go. do. You can't. It's hard to because uh, Patrick Swayze is such a yes. bigger than life character. Any movie with him yes. is going to be hard to duplicate. Yeah, so it's very. Touching, I mean, they tried yeah. like they tried like a sequel to Dirty Dancing with like, uh, um, yeah, what was it called? No, I know Vanna Nights or something like that. And it just wasn't. Like, you're Can not, you remember you're who not it was? Swayze. That and then they okay. So here's another one, and people my age or maybe a little older will agree. I'm sure or can appreciate this. The movie Arthur with Dudley Moore. Dudley Moore is such character in this movie it's him who makes the movie and then they try to do it with um russell brand who i think is great too me too 100 percent. but this movie was not good yep the the second author not good um so to answer your question need more information on that one i would Um, set the new roadhouse at that karaoke bar in jacksonville florida that we go to (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah because it kind of has it's the same it's the same kind of vibe like it's the stage it's the stage to the Uh dance floor to the counter yeah bar yeah and they've got that uh side area that seems like it's vip but it's not it's kind of got it's lit by bar lights yes and they've got the bar in the middle and they've got this other area where there's darts but then that whole like the way you get in is still behind, yeah, like a fence. Yeah, you no, like walk be in the good front one. door, and then there's like the there's like like wooden wall and a fence that you have to give your ID to walk around back to the bar. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I tell a story. Can I tell a story about? about Please, that? I remember you. Um, wait, hang on. Wait, what's? <laughs> What's the story? I remember you not you thinking that we were in the hotel still. It was my birthday. Yeah. It was my birthday. That's funny though. It's a funny story. It's very funny. <laughs> it's my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. It was so my birthday. We so, yes. Brent and I love doing karaoke. Yes. And if there's a place that we can do karaoke after the show, and you know, this was by the way, I'm talking seven years ago, five years ago. I mean, Five years ago, we were yep. both even had more energy back then. Now it's like, I mean, today I'm pretty boring to be around, Brent. I'm sorry. No, dude, I have the same amount. Like the last, what, like six months, year that we've been on the road, like yeah. after the shows, we're like, hey, people are going. And we're like, or we could, we could go to food. bed. We, we could get food up. and go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now I love doing that. But this was, uh, we went to a, karaoke bar real close to the hotel but not the hotel 
people there. They love us. They're handing us drinks. We're having a good time. And drinks it's my are, birthday. So it's like I'm birthday. Getting... People are buying him shots. Yes. And now it's time to go. And I remember Brent going like, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to, I'm going up to the room, buddy. I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean up to the room? You're like, I'm done. Gonna go, go ahead and go up to the room upstairs. I'm like, you're not in the hotel. We're not. There's no room to go. This is a separate building, and I had to, I had to get you out of there. But yeah, that was that was a fun conversation. Um, but yeah, that so bar is like be I just remember. I remember that conversation because you were like, I was like, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go up to my room, and you're like, <laughs> we're not at the hotel. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Uh, but I'm gonna go, and you're like, yeah, you got you got a minute. Like, so you probably thought I was joking when I said when I laughed I, at you. Yeah, I mean, it was a but, whole. But was can like, I say too? It's how hard it is for a five foot ten guy <laughs> trying to get a six foot seven guy <laughs> out of there into a car, an Uber, and back to the hotel when you're convinced that you're already at the hotel. Yeah, it's hard. My guy. <laughs> I got you. Um, <laughs> let's do one more thing, and we'll we'll start our dismount. What do you say? All right, sounds good. Anything you want to plug, real quick? Ooh, I mean, if you're watching and you're in uh, Richmond, come to Sandman this weekend. Um, gosh, other than that, what's follow the next him? Time? Follow, follow him on the yeah, yeah. social media at little, Six Seven Comedy. Uh, my little tag. That's where you can find me. Um, and I guess, I mean, if I'm going to plug things, the next time we're together is going to be Phoenix. Oh, have you been to Phoenix before? I'm, uh, I've sprinted through their airport trying yeah, to make yeah. a flight, but I've not been like in the city okay. proper. I haven't been to Phoenix in quite a while. You'll, I think you're going to love it. It's God, it's one of those, it's hot always. It's hot everywhere right now. So yeah, it's not going to matter. It's going to be a dry heat. So it's a dry heat, but it's a good <laughs> atmosphere. Um, I, I, I forgot which club we're going to, but CD they're all live. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have a good time. Yeah, um, yeah come fun. see us there. Come see us in Phoenix. Yeah. Um, well, guess what else happened on this very day in 1988? Anything I don't, you can no, think I don't know. of? All right, hit me. Something hits the mainstream. NWA. Straight out of Compton. The album dropped. Drops in 1988. Wow. It's the top-selling hip-hop album of all time. Before No, the top-selling before this was Run DMC's Raising Hell and the Beastie Boys' License to Ill. Mm. Both released in 87 and both selling millions without ruffling many feathers. In June 1988, Public Enemy released its... Uh, it it takes a nation of millions to hold us back. An album that broke new ground, both musically and lyrically, with its richly layered, aggressive sound and its angry political. I'm just reading this conscious yeah. content. <laughs> These aren't my words. No, I thought you were making it up. I, yeah. I loved it. <laughs> Yet even Public Enemy were dwarfed commercially by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Oh, whose kid parents friendly just don't single, understand. That's right. Uh, and albums, <laughs> He's the DJ, I'm the Rapper, were both top five hits that same summer. The group that would truly revolutionize hip-hop was N.W.A. With blank with attitude. I'm not allowed mm -hmm. to say that this word. Uh, 
N-words Blank with attitude. With attitude. N-words yeah. with attitude, whose debut album, Straight Outta Compton, was released August the 8th, 1988. I had wow. this album. You did. I was down with it, dude. There was a period where I had the Raiders jacket, the Raiders hat. I had a buddy who drove a Suzuki sidekick, and um, we were little gangsters, dude. You really did. You had like a you had like an Oakland. Yeah. Wow. I was hard for a minute, like from about. (laughs) Well, this is eighty eight. So by the time it got to Hickory. Is probably around 89. 2000. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it took a minute before the internet yeah. for things to trickle down to other sure. places. Wow. And it was 1989. And it was me, uh, my buddy Kent Stamey, Scott Essery, um, Mark. Is this even where Cosmic for Force ended up? Cosmic Force was before this. Okay. That was more but I'm about just saying, dancing. Like, this is it- about being hard and. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, you know, getting yours before they get, you know, I got to get mine before you get yours. Yeah. You know, I had the chain. It was hard. Like we're just picking fights with people. Just hard. Um, Oh my gosh. There, there's a lot of times in my life where I'm, I'm very, very glad cell phones and, uh, like iPhone cameras didn't exist. Mm hmm. The, story you're telling me right now i'm so sad they didn't exist (laughs) (laughs) i agree with both of those points (laughs) um but i'll tell you this uh, you know maybe this would be a good way to end this this segment i mean this whole podcast by the way go to heffernandreap.com help us out yeah Uh, check me out tomorrow night on this very channel with country ish let me get the Alan Jackson up in here. We'll all sure three you, in this. Make sure you rate and review Small Town News. That is in no way related to me, but you guys get it. <laughs> yes. Um, I have – Brent does help out with Countryish. He He helps the Small Town News segment. I have outsourced it to like, guys, I need to find these stories. Um, and I got Brent, I got Elliot, and they help out. Now, the, the Alan Jackson. Mm-hmm. You're the same age as me. We graduated together. We did. Let's talk about NWA. First time you heard it, where were you? Were you were you down? He was in high school. No. no. I, I I was way out of the yeah. the rap world. Yeah. For a long actually I I don't think I ever quite made it in there, even like thirty years later. But do you remember sorry? It being a thing, or do you, or is this like? Uh, I remember Run DMC. I remember yeah. Run DMC's album getting big. I don't. I was not in the loop on on NWA. What about? I wasn't hanging with the cool kids at the time, so yeah. I'm, you know. Okay. What about a uh, 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 two live crew? Ooh. I do remember two live crew. Now, yeah. see, I remember that was the uh, that was the tape that we <laughs> listened to in my car on the way home from school that. We all knew we weren't really supposed to yeah. listen to, but yeah, you know, Run DMC was like it and, uh, sounded hard because we're rapping yeah. like this and they're being like that. Right. But they're really they're really just saying like I'm the best. I like to <laughs> dance and I like Adidas, you know. But they weren't talking about killing <laughs> cops and treating no. women like hoes and 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 the, uh, the yeah, it was yeah. the lyrics got really crazier as, as time went on. Run DMC oh, yeah. sounded mean. Two live crew in WA. That was, that was I, 
I was more of a, I was more fat boys level. The fat boys are back. <laughs> they could never be whack. I remember the fat boys, that guy who could do the beatbox. Yes, Brent. So yeah, my question, just real quick, uh, as if you guys graduated the same at the same time, uh, did they play this at school dances? <laughs> no, 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 no. What did they play? Oh God. <laughs> um, a lot of Def Leppard. Yeah. I remember mm. a lot of Def Leppard. We got played at our senior, junior, senior. Is that uh, where the bit came from? Dances. Probably. I mean, that Def, <laughs> Def Leppard was big. That was um, uh, Garth what Brooks else? at what? the time was just come out. Yeah. Like Friends in Low Places was big. You had, uh, I was a Millie Vanilli at that of, time. Millie Vanilli. Yeah. Millie Vanilli had come out. Um, yeah. We actually had some school dances at Wayno's. Do you remember that, John? <laughs> Vaguely, yes. Yeah, did you, it was did a lot you still of bring AC, your own liquor in a brown played? bag. <laughs> Probably <laughs> that sure, was done. Yeah, I'm sure some people did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember a lot of ACDC. Yeah, even though that was older music, but it was still played in our high school function. And they were making reason. newer music yeah. back then at that time as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is the best. I love it. But I they remember didn't play a lot of rap stuff at Fred T. Ford High <laughs> School events. If they did, it was uh, you know, Will Smith. It was DJ Jazzy okay. Jeff. You know, parents just don't understand. If they were playing anything like that at all, it was something yeah, like right. that. Yeah. But or uh what's it uh it takes to it takes two to make a thing go rawhide. Yeah, yeah. It that takes two to make it yeah. out of sight. Still one yeah. of the best uh dance songs of all time. Uh, it's yeah. right up there with uh, "Push It" by Salt and Pepper. Um, yeah, that was another. One. That was a big one. Mm-hmm. Now, the Alan Jackson. I see. I remember. You know Bruce McNeely. Mm-hmm. I remember sitting yes. in his car, like I think he had a like a nice sports car or something, and we were leaving football practice or maybe leaving some dance. And he's like, "Man, just if you heard this, you got to listen to this." And he put like two live crew in there. I was like, "What?" <laughs> How is this legal? Like I yeah. couldn't believe that that, that was, oh Humpty Dance was big. the Humpty Dance. Yeah. Oh, love <laughs> Humpty Dance. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 That was a good one. Yeah. Good. So um, yeah, that was. I, I listened to that song recently. Have you listened to the Humpty Dance yeah. recently? Yeah, uh, not recently, but I know every word to it pretty much. Well, yeah. I, the I front man passed. I didn't away. read. I didn't. I didn't pass. I didn't read into the lyrics as much as I probably should have back in high school. But reading them now, they're oh yeah, yeah. There's my there's bo- a lot going on. My there nose is big as the pickle. Yeah. I'm still getting laid. I get paid by the ladies and laid by the ladies. You know I'm in charge. Both how I'm living and my nose, nose is, is large. large. And, yeah. and he, he like got his he, nose. His nose. His nose is able to to do things. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. funky. He likes his oatmeal lumpy. He's sick with yeah. this. He once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. And I, ch- mm. I remember me and my buddy Andrew Keen would change that to Chick Fil A bathroom because I worked at a Chick Fil A. <laughs> mm. Right. And there was a time I changed clothes with a girl in the Chick Fil A bathroom. Uh, Shout out Stephanie. Was she was she a redhead? Mm, strawberry blonde, blonde, mostly blonde. Mm. But there was a redhead right. girl that. Oh, go ahead. No, no, we'll we'll talk about it. Uh, come on, remember? No, no. Because remember, I worked for the Patreon. <laughs> that's right for the after dark because <laughs> remember i worked in the food court the same time you did i worked at the hot dog stand across the food court yeah from where you were at chick-fil-a I and i went out with a girl from chick-fil-a that was a redheaded girl for a little while did she have braces 
didn't everybody back then? I mean, I kind of <laughs> feel like that was a that was a common thing. Was she short ish? Probably. All girls yes. are short. These are all trick questions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. She was very cute, very yeah. sweet. Um, yeah. And I think I went to the prom with her her prom. Oh, you know what? I think you did. Yeah, I went out with her a couple times. Like, I can't remember if it was before or after you. Oh, man. So. Sorry. I went to four proms, Blakeney. Hey, no, here's the thing. Yeah. I was going to say, John was cool enough to go to different proms. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I didn't go with the prom queen of those schools. No, no, no. But like, um, I was asked, I feel like, yeah, it's still a thing. Like if you go to another school's prom. Yeah. yeah. I went to, I went to my junior senior prom. Okay. So that's okay. two. And I was asked to that girl's prom, the redheaded girl. It was All like right. some tabernacle school, maybe. Okay. So, it wasn't like one of the Catawba Valley <laughs> It, you know, it was some other, not one of the public schools, right? It was, and then I went to like a, I think it was a East Burke one or something. But um, yeah, I went to a Hickory High one as well. Oh yeah, who? To how many proms did you go to? Three. Well, okay. Two Freddie Fords, one Hickory High. And what year were you in at the Hickory High one? What were you a junior or senior? It was it was our senior year. So yeah. So you had went to two proms that same year. Did you rent a right. separate tux or use the same tux? Same tux. <laughs> yep. Yep. You just got to know. I got to keep it. Like, I can't return it. You call them it's up. Like I, I, t- I told the girl who asked me to the Hickory High problem, I'm like, well, I hope your dress is this color because <laughs> this is the tuxedo <laughs> and cummerbund I will be wearing. <laughs> That's yeah. so good. I hope you're cool with wearing seafoam green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, oh. yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, I had a good time up in here, man. And Brent Blakeney, huh? Thank yes. you, buddy. Always love can you. I, Always. Can I tell one prom story real fast? Oh, please. My junior prom, I didn't go, but I was a busboy at a restaurant that was fancy enough that a lot of prom people went to. Mm. So I was working the night. <sighs> All my classmates came to the restaurant. No, oh, this sounds like a scene from Karate Kid. <laughs> this right? is season five of a uh, Cobra Kai. It's going to be in there. I've talked to. Did, did, talked did to you have to bust their tables and wait on them and stuff? I didn't wait, but like I was definitely in the restaurant, and there were classmates wearing tuxes and prom dresses that I walked by. Did they see you? Oh yeah, yeah. It's hard. Not I made to see it you. awkward. I yeah. made it awkward. Where do you think all this comedy comes from? <laughs> <laughs> did you see a certain girl that you were like no you said no right. to me or something like that i you said you weren't going there's, yeah, there's, right. there's a level you, said, of me, you were sick there was a there's a level of me that in hindsight should have said that to every girl i saw <laughs> at the, like every every one of them just like you told me you weren't gonna go <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah. And then immediately turn around to another table. You told me you were going to go like, that would be so funny. Anyway, just, I, 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 that was just a memory that I, that was brought up when you yeah, guys yeah. were talking. Well, it's anyway. funny that we're talking about proms. We are going to do a second chance prom in Hickory in April. I want you there, Brent. Okay. So what April. the idea is, you know, maybe your first prom when you were in high school, first proms didn't go the way you wanted it to, but, but you look good in that tux. Go ahead and rent the same tux you got from one of your proms. 
show up. I've still got mine. I, I would have to get all. I, I have you know four different proms. I can't you remember got, which one. <laughs> you got to get all white. I'll do the all white tux. And we have and to find gonna, you. Uh huh. That Camaro. Camaro. Yeah, an '82 yep. Camaro. What we're gonna do, and I'm really thinking about raising money for a charity and opening it to the public, charging five bucks, ten bucks. We're gonna do it during prom season. So we're going to steal thunder from the kids who are actually doing proms. Yes. <laughs> and, it's yes. Going, and it's going to be for us. And we're going to have a red carpet. We're going to have fake TMZ. We're going to get like a whole, like, a, like it's a red carpet movie event we're going to. We'll have old pictures of us from our original prom blown up just in the event space. We'll have a DJ. We'll have food. We'll have a prom king and queen. We'll play music from the 80s, 90s, whatever it was. Um, and we will make our prom. We will take ownership of our prom situation. I love this idea so yeah. much. That will be sometime in April. I think I have a date for it. Um, I want to say it's April 8th. It's a Saturday. Yeah. So uh, I've been talking to some people in town for written a space. We're going to make it happen. And the money will, will, will give the money to like, uh, you know, yeah. local charity here, red, red, uh, like red cross or salvation army or something. All right. Um, thanks again. Uh, Brent Blakeney. Thank you. The Alan Jackson for, uh, for zooming in and making this happen, even though you, you got the COVID and, um, I just want to tell you, I love you all. And uh, you come on back here tomorrow night for Country Ish and uh, rate, review, subscribe, and share. And I'm just going to have Rick Sanford III take us out. You know, he loves he loves this show. He's a good Patreon supporter. Take us out, Rick Sanford III. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to the smooth sounds of Heffern and Reed. The show is over. But come back next week, same Reed time, same Heffern channel. For more comedy conversations, music, 80s church, and the life and times of the quarantine comedian. Always expect the unexpected, and who knows where the conversations will go. And as always, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Peace. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They Heffron and Reap have low self-esteem. So please validate them by ranking them and making them seen. So no matter